Hi everyone, welcome back to Touch of Grey. If you're new here, my name's Caroline, and I'm so happy that you're here. Um, today's episode is a lot more serious. I'm going to be talking about eating disorders and explaining my story. Um, originally, I wanted to do this with a friend, but I kind of realized how big of an ask that is for someone to come on here and talk about something that they've really struggled with. Um, and I don't want to put someone in a position where they're uncomfortable and like are not ready for people to hear their story. So I just decided that I'm going to take one for the team and I'm going to do this by myself because I'm at a mental space. I am at a mental spot where I can talk about this and I want to talk about it so that other girls know that it's okay to struggle. Um, but before we get into that, of course, I'm going to tell you guys about my week and my song of the week. I'm not sure how much I like this little trend of like the song of the week, but I'm going to keep it going until I figure out what else I want to do. This week has been super stressful it's Thursday that I'm filming this or recording this after school. Um, the beginning of this week was super stressful. I had a bunch of papers due, a bunch of tests. Um, I also, just like with college applications, there's just so much going on. I don't understand like why our teachers are adding on to this. But um, my college essays are pretty much done. I'm hoping to submit them this weekend so then I can be totally done. My mom is going a little insane and saying that I'm not allowed to go out this weekend unless I submit all my colleges. So that added a lot of an incentive for me to really get them done and edit them. Um, but I, my college counselor looked at them today. She told me that they're all good to go. So I'm excited about that. I will feel a lot less stress um, when those are in. And once those are in, there's nothing that I can do about them. If colleges accept me, then great. If they don't, then it wasn't meant to be. Everything happens for a reason. Um, mentally, I have been doing so well. I have never been this happy. I don't think ever. Unless, like, you look back in childhood. But, like, childhood is... Bleh. I am in love with my life. I have amazing friends. I love being in school all the time. I love kind of having the freedom of like driving and I don't know. It's just, I finally feel that I have healed from the breakup, which was such a big deal in my life. And I'm really proud of myself for healing on my own and like not using a guy to get help me get over my ex. Because I think that this is no shade to anyone that does that, but I have like healed and I am so happy. And yes, there's still some days where I get like sad, but I want to make that a different episode and talk about that more. Although I feel like me talking about the breakup is, has gone on too long. It's irrelevant in my life now. So that was my dog if you heard that. Also, I was listening to one of the episodes, and usually I, like, listen to all them through, and, like, I edit them if something, if I, like, say a word wrong, and you could totally hear, like, my stomach gurgle or whatever, like, whatever that's called, I forget, and I thought it was really funny, I was like, oh, I forgot to get to edit that out, but 
whatever. No one's perfect. Um, my song of the week is an oldie but a goodie. I just found this song again, and I've been listening it, to it on repeat, totally jamming out in the car on the way to school. It's Man Eater, and it's such like an empowering, like, men are awful and we don't deserve them. Um, I've also decided that I will no longer talk to any boy, any male species that is not able to grow a beard. Boys do not mature until they are 20. I am not dealing with anyone, imma- in- no one being immature. Uh, That's also another story for another time. But yeah, so my song of the week is Maneater. You should listen to that. If you're feeling sad, put it on, dance it out. Everything's going to be okay. So moving on, kind of getting a little bit more serious. Before I start talking about this, I want to say that some people aren't ready to listen to what I have to say, and that's totally okay. Then this isn't an episode for you. I want you to put your mental health before listening to this. Um, eating disorders are so common and not talked about enough. I think that at one point in time or another, every girl goes through some kind of borderline eating disorder. And I think a big part of that has to do with social media. We are constantly comparing ourselves to these models or other girls. And we have a phone in our face 24-7. We always have to be ready to take a picture. We are always taking pictures of ourselves. But it's hard to take away the phone because then you have a fear of missing out. And disassociating yourself from social media is a really hard thing to do. I know I really struggle with that. Um, so I, I think that that is a big part of what sparks eating disorders. I'm going to tell you guys my story. Um, this might go on long, but I'm going to start from the beginning. So growing up, I went to a small elementary school and our like it ended in fifth grade and our graduating class was probably like 28 kids. So it was very much a family. Everyone knew each other. Me as a little girl, I had so much confidence. And my parents were debating sending me to private school for middle school. But where I live, we have a really good public education system. And since I'm the oldest, they were like, why not? Let's try it. I did not want to try it at all. I was so against it. But I ended up loving it. But going into middle school, I was a Lily Pulitzer kid. I always wore Lily Pulitzer. I always dressed cute. I didn't care what other people thought. I wore a bow in my hair every single day. And going into middle school people started like looking at me weird. Like, why is she dressed like that? Like, this is school. We wear sweatpants and sweatshirts. And I didn't let it get to me at first. I had a really good friend group and we all kind of dressed cute. It was just like a mix of a bunch of different girls. And then I remember the boys started picking on me. And they used to call me like Twiggy because 
I didn't know girls in sixth grade could start developing, but they did. And I wasn't. I didn't have boobs. I didn't have a butt. I, it was just me. And so I started, re- like, them sit- calling me a twig made me realize, like, oh, I guess I am really skinny. Like, I, my legs are twigs. Like, I don't know. And I have been blessed with a, a fast metabolism. I'm so thankful for that because I know that that's what a lot of girls struggle with. Um, and why they're, like, very conscious about what they eat. But I started seeing that as a very negative thing. I didn't want to be twiggy. I didn't want to look like a door. And that's when I kind of started to hide my body. Um, I would constantly wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt. My mom hated me wearing sweatpants. She used to say that I could never wear them out of the house. Now, it was like, well, then it was like all I would wear out of the house. I couldn't even wear leggings because I felt that they accentuated how skinny my legs were. But that didn't turn into anything except insecurities. It didn't make me stop eating or try to eat more. I mean, I was 12 at the time, so I wasn't going to start like lifting weights. I don't even think I knew what that was. So my confidence went down. Um, so that was middle school. Fast forward to high school. Still I'm insecure because I don't have boobs. Very little boobs. Um, I don't have a butt. But going, I started at a new school freshman year. And this was kind of like a fresh start. I didn't know that many girls going in. And that point in my life, I was the healthiest I'd ever been. Starting at my school, I played three sports every season. Every day after school, I was working out. I was eating full meals. And... I was gaining muscle. My legs weren't as twiggy anymore. I actually had meat on my bones. And I was like gaining healthy weight. So that was my freshman and sophomore year. Super healthy. And I think where it all started to go downhill was when COVID hit. And that was, from what I've talked to with other girls, it a lot of us have struggled with COVID and eating. Um, I remember when COVID first started, everyone started doing those Chloe Ting workouts and everyone being on their phone all the time and cooped up in a room. I started looking at myself more in the mirror and being like, wow, like I have gained weight. I never used to have stuff on my stomach. Like this is weird. This is not me. And I started to hate the way I looked. So I tried doing the Chloe Tang workouts. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get some hip bone, like some, I don't have hips. So I wanted to like have a tighter waist. I don't know. And I noticed that there was this bump at like the end of, at the bottom of my stomach. And I was like, what is that? That is so gross. It turns out that's your uterus. Um, Every girl has one. It's not something that you can get rid of, and it's something that you should be proud of to have. Um, Marks your womanness, I guess. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, that's where my insecurities kind of heightened a lot. I was still insecure about my not having big boobs or butt, but now I was like, oh, well, 
now I'm kind of getting bigger. Like, what is this? And this is in a time in our lives where we are all growing and everybody should be gaining weight. I didn't understand that because, like I said, we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people. I slowly kind of stopped eating when it came around summertime. It wasn't this past summer, but two summers ago. Being in a bikini all of the time, constantly looking at myself, I, I kind of had this mental switch. My mindset changed where it was no longer, I didn't care that I had boobs or butt, I was going to be the skinniest. And that toxic mindset completely took my body down this path that was so harmful. I stopped eating. And if I ate, it would be fruit. And, but I did it slowly because when you stop eating, your stomach gets smaller. So less food will fill you up. And so I kind of took that and I stopped eating less and less and less, which do not do. That is so harmful. And... I, I don't know why, but I loved the feeling of starving myself. It just, I, I would wake up every morning and I got addicted to looking at my stomach in the mirror. The first thing, that was the first thing I would do when I woke up. Because in the morning, that's when you're the skinniest. And I would try to achieve that look all day by not eating. And slowly, you would start seeing my ribs more and more. I had nothing around my stomach. And I didn't notice the changes immediately. I just felt temporary satisfaction. During this time, I was also playing lacrosse. Um, and I already have like a medical condition where I pass out a lot because my blood doesn't flow. But when I would go to lacrosse, since I hadn't eaten all day and it was super hot out, I would constantly faint. I would feel so dizzy and sick. It was awful. But I didn't care. I was skinny. So what if I pass out? I don't care. At least I'm skinny. No. that's. It just shows how much of a mental illness eating disorders are. Because anytime I would look in the mirror, I would see myself 20 pounds fatter than I was. Body dysmorphia is so harmful and it is your brain playing tricks on yourself. And it's, it's a disease. It's hard to fight back to it because you don't know how to. And it's, you don't want to go back to how you looked before. You're finally feeling good about yourself. I have this one story where I kind of realized that this was really bad. I was at my beach house. And we got dinner one night, and it was, like, from one of my favorite restaurants. And I think it kind of set off alarms in my, through my mom's eyes because I got a salad. And I love salads, but I didn't get, like, my typical meal there. And my mom was like, what? And when it was time to eat, I couldn't eat the salad. I... Was like, I made up some excuse. I went to the bathroom and I started sobbing because I ate three leaves of the salad or three bites of it. 
fully sobbing, feeling that I was so fat. When three bites of a salad won't do anything to you, that will not fill you up, that will not have your body sufficient enough to go through the day. But that's how like mind-consuming it is. I also realized that I was really harming my body. Um, I thought I got a UTI because it really hurt to pee. And then I started peeing blood, a lot of it. And that's when I realized that my kidney started to fail, was starting to fail. And I didn't want to tell my mom. She couldn't know. She could, like, I didn't want her to look at me any differently. So I kind of just tried to deal with it on my own, drinking a lot of water. But no, nothing helped. So I told my mom. And that's kind of, I think telling my mom was the first step into getting help. And I didn't realize how much of a long-term impact this would have on my body because I didn't lose that weight right away. I didn't see the weight change until January of this year when I went to the doctor and they said to me, you lost 20 pounds. That's not okay. And I said, what? Like I've been eating every day. Like I haven't been struggling with eating and it has really messed up my body. I was growing boobs at the time, but when I stopped eating, my boobs completely went away because that was one of the first, your body, when it's not getting enough food, it needs to keep burning fat. So it's taking any of the fat that it can get. So it took it from my boobs. It took it anywhere it could in order to keep going. And I mean, I still haven't gotten like my boobs back, which is okay. I love my body now. I am fine with having little little nuggets. <laughs> that sounds so weird. Also, like, ugh. <laughs> um, so I went to the doctor, and getting my mom involved was helpful, but also not helpful. Because having someone else being very conscious about what I'm eating made me even more insecure because I didn't want her to like see me eat and like think that I was going to gain weight now. Another problem is with my diet, I don't eat meat. I do this because one, I think it's good for the environment in a way. And also I'm just not a big fan of animals dying for human pleasure. Um, (laughs) But so I had to find substitutes in order to gain weight back because I was looking sickly. And honestly, I didn't even hear from other people that I was looking really thin until this past year. I love my cousin, but she called me and she said, why can't I see your arms are super thin? I can see like you lost all your leg muscle. What has happened? And I said, This, I stopped eating like so long ago, but I'm back on track now. And it's really hard to go from not eating to then eating three meals a day. 
I think being in school has definitely helped me because I have to eat breakfast. I have to eat lunch. I have to eat dinner. But in the summer, you kind of have no routine schedule. You can wake up at 11. And when you wake up at 11, why eat breakfast? Because then you're just going to mess up your eating for the rest of the day. It's really hard. It was really hard for me to fit in three meals a day. So getting back into like a routine schedule of eating was helpful for me. I also went grocery shopping with my mom to find foods that I would like and feel good eating. I remember we went to Whole Foods and we got these protein bites. And they're like these little balls that taste really good. And eating those would be sufficient enough for like one meal of protein. And that was important in fixing in my diet. Getting past that mental block where you see food and you just feel I would feel so just gross eating it I still struggle with it sometimes it comes in waves but now I understand that like my body needs this to function and also eating food is what keeps us going food is energy and if we don't have enough energy in our body we can't do things And accepting that and realizing that I needed to change my diet was hard for me. But I also got really tired of feeling just sick all of the time. Like I said, I would constantly faint. I just felt so dizzy and nauseous and I just couldn't live life really. And it was also ironic because... I had a I had my, I was dating my boyfriend at the time and it's not like this was something that he caused. He was the one that was constantly telling me that I was beautiful and perfect and that he loved me for who I was. But he I was good at hiding it. He would not know. Um he didn't know at the end, but like I think getting the more people involved is like was to me was like embarrassing because I like to deal with things on my own. So that was an issue. Now I'm kind of just rambling. But now when I see food, I understand that this is, I need to eat this in order to function. And eating three meals a day is so important to me. And if I'm not going to have meat in a meal, I need to find my protein somewhere, somewhere else. Whether that's through a protein shake or that's through those protein bites or eating a few spoonfuls of peanut butter. And I have found healthy ways to increase my weight to where I am feeling healthy and good. So that's kind of my story. Um, I have talked with my friends and really everyone that I've talked to has had an eating disorder. And there's so many different kinds and it's not just, it's the spectrum. It's not just, oh, you're not eating anything at all. That means you have anorexia. No. An eating disorder just means having a bad relationship with food. And that's something really hard. And also, when you listen to the radio, there's so many ads for these like juice cleanses and it's like drop five pounds in a day. We are constantly getting these messages that we are not enough and we are not skinny enough and that we should be eating nothing 
in order to look good, which is not true at all. And I really hope that society changes that because it's not healthy for the girls growing up. And I was talking to one of my other friends and this girl who was in eighth grade started struggling saying that she thinks she looks fat. She is 13 and she thinks that she looks fat and she's comparing herself in a mirror and saying that she can't eat food anymore. Who created the stigma that girls with meat on their bones are ugly? Or girls that have roles don't deserve to be treated like they're queens? Because everybody is perfect. What you look like doesn't matter on the outside. It's who you are within. And I know that is the most cliche thing, but it is what I truly believe. The better you are on the inside, the better you are on the outside. And part of that is what you're giving your body to fuel it. Because the better you fuel your insides, the better you will radiate energy and you will look more beautiful. And you, I don't even know how to define beauty. There's not one definition. Anyways, that's just a whole ramble. Um, that was the liberal in me <laughs> speaking like that. But what I want to say is to anyone struggling or that even has a bad relationship with food, it'll get better. Sometimes what it takes is becoming confident in yourself and not seeing food as food, but seeing it as energy. And you don't know the lasting impacts that this will have on your body. Um, If you stop eating at this age, I've read studies that say that girls that were like anorexic can't have kids now. And I mean, I still see the consequences in my body for not eating. But I'm here to tell you that my DMs and texts are always open. I will gladly talk to you. No judgment. I can keep a secret. But just know that everyone is struggling. You may see girls that look like they are so happy. I promise you, they are not. Everyone has their own insecurities. No one thinks that they look perfect. And recognizing that And then starting to believe that your body is your body and that you should love it because you can't change it. That's the the mindset that you need to have. Um, Today's episode is a lot longer, but I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I think that this is a really important topic, so I will definitely be talking more about this. Um... Maybe I should get like a nutritionalist on here and talk with her on it about it. Um, along those lines, if anyone wants to do an episode with me, please reach out. I would love to do an episode with you. I don't really have a like strict, what's it called? Like a qu- quota that I have to fit? I don't know. Um, but yeah, thank you guys also for all the support. I love when people come up to me and telling me that they listen and just it's so awesome um yeah I think that's all for today I hope everyone has an amazing week and I will see you guys next time thank you so much for listening bye